1: Live
2: on the Hills and Quads
0: Wrestling Podcast. Immediately. Fucking.
2: Fucking immediately. (laughs) Well, he knows it's a classic heel. Hey, get out of that trash can! Shambay,
0: come on, Yes, I did. Last <laughs> song.
2: Welcome to the heels and quads podcast. ding <laughs> dancing. <laughs> But yeah, welcome to the Heels and Quads Dressing Podcast. That was a little nod to the original intro that we had there that uh, that rough that rough one I made where I like recorded the whole thing on my phone. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, it, it was charming. It was.
2: Welcome to, to, to the Heels and Quads Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Vanish. <laughs> <laughs> tell your friends and tell a- your. We're all out of sync and shit. It's all right. It's all good. They know. They love it. They love it. That's why they're back listening to another episode later in the day because uh, Uncle Levi was on uh, Uncle Levi duty today, and it was it was fine. Not Uncle in, Terry. Uh, not Uncle. I don't even compare, dude. That's not even not even the same ballpark as Uncle Terry, man. Not even but, uh, in the same state. <laughs> definitely not in the same state. <laughs> I would vacation in the state that he's in. Yes. He would uh, fish in the state that I am. Right. And or hunt. Yeah. But he wouldn't. So. But he wouldn't, though, because he'd pay somebody to do it for him. And then they would bring him back, like, a deer. It'd be like a 12-point buck. And he'd be like, that doesn't work for me, brother. And they'd have to go back and get another buck for him until it worked for the brother that is Terry Balea Hulk Hogan uh, (laughs) Fodal. Fodal Nine. I like the but, new uh, yeah. I like the new intro. I was hoping you'd like it. I mean, I I I was like I made it and then I was like I really don't know what to do with this cuz I was kind of just writing music and then I was like, "Wait, I literally only have, you know, a minute worth of shit recorded, so why don't I just send it to Tommy and see if he likes it?" it so, it I got it, a, it has like that synth at the start. Yeah, I
3: got a very uh uh ECW vibe from it.
2: Yeah. That's yeah. what it reminded me of. And it sounded, and it has that, like, I hate to say generic, but it has that generic, like, wrestling sound. Yeah. Like, just that Jim Johnston theme or whoever, you know, did those. And then when you spliced in, or did they already hear it? Is it on this episode? Yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So when you edited in the, the, like, seriously, I was wanting to do that, and then I was like, that's gonna take so long because I'll get so nitpicky and wanna find the most perfect parts to put in it. And you found like five that just work perfect in it. So now we have like a new a 2020 intro. It's a new it's a new season. It's the third season, I guess you could say, or seventeenth, whatever one we're on. <laughs> it depends on it just depends what you look at. Yeah. 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 But yeah, dude, it's it's pretty cool. I I love what you did with it and it just uh it's cool. You know, nothing wrong with Papa Buck's intro, but I think it's time we move on from that one. Yeah. Well, it is a was, fantastic song. When you sent it to me yesterday, I was like, fuck, I
3: love this, but it, it needs something. It needs a boost. And I was like... Yeah, it can't just be just music. I was like, well, we we can record some kind of audio, like vocals and like both of us do something and then splice it together. And I was like, no. Yeah. And then I was like, well, like shows, they have like little clips, like funny clips. Yeah. Yeah and I was like that's fucking perfect. Like I was just thinking about it last night laying laying down I was like oh man that that's such a good fucking idea and then I was like but it's going to take me fucking forever. So that it's was gonna take like a year. That <laughs> that was the best part about doing the show later today was I had the morning and early afternoon to kind of go through yeah. some stuff and I knew I wanted to open it with a live, you know. But yeah. I was like I got to find a good one. <laughs> fucking
2: Fucking (laughs) live, (laughs) fucking immediately, immediately. fucking immediately.
3: So I was like, "Well, I don't want to go back to and listen to that WrestleMania 34 review." I just couldn't. I couldn't
2: do it. It was too much. No,
3: no, (laughs) so messy. But uh, but I remembered we did it on the uh, full gear review, so I was like, "Okay, that's going to be easier to pinpoint where it's at."
2: Yeah, because it's always
3: at the end when we start doing yeah. the tomfoolery. And then, so I got that, and then I was like, okay, what else do I want? And I was like, I know I want to get out of the trash can. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Us doing the Sean Boyg thing, I, I knew I wanted that. And then I yeah, was like, was I got to end it with something like kind of funny, and that you have to really listen to every episode to get it. And then I was like, oh, when he does it, well, last shot. <laughs> what, what was that
2: again at the end?
3: That's you going, when he's like, oh, last shot with the Jericho thing, the champagne.
2: Oh, oh yeah. That's what it was. Okay. Okay. I kept listening and I was like, ah, it's funny. I don't remember what it is. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Now I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Now I can hear it. And then, yeah, that's a cool, it's a cool new intro. And that
3: little, uh, oh yeah. He, He'd be into it. It's a classic heel turn. I was like, I just wanted heel in the intro more.
2: Yeah, you gotta have... That That was perfect. It immediately reminds me of... Immediately. Uh, like, immediately. Fucking, fucking immediately. <laughs> I, I didn't know how to emphasize it more, so I just said fucking again. Mm-hmm. It, it immediately reminds me of... Uh, like pritchard's intro to his kind of uh something to wrestle with like not it's not totally like that because ours is way heavier yeah but it has that like because it's not just his like you said it's like a ton of shows yeah have that little commentary in the intro and it's it's like perfect so i like it i like our new intro well and we also did it ourselves so exactly we didn't pay someone to do it because like all the money we have from the show we'd rather just hoard it we keep it to ourselves. Yeah, I'm not going to pay somebody to do that. They have to pay me. Yeah. So that's what works for you, brother. Yeah, Spreaker paid us fat cash to do that. So yeah. They're anyways. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who else has fucking in their intro like three times? Just kicks it off, man. Just kicks off the show. This is this is how we are. It'll be in. It'll be a news headline tomorrow. Spreaker drops heels and quads wrestling podcast. (laughs) They're now the hottest free agent in podcasting.
3: They'll fucking promote us.
2: Yeah, probably. They'll be like, like, you know what? You guys just run the company now. We're like, okay. We're like, how much do you guys make? They're like, not really much. And I'm like, oh, okay. That works for us. That works for us, brother. We're used to that. (laughs) (laughs) Overworked and underpaid. At least it's not any different. And definitely fucking unappreciated. You know, I have a wild hair to watch Raw tonight. I don't know why, but I have. I just I feel like I should be watching Raws on the way to the Rumble uh, building. Uh, the Rumble. And I uh, Friday and Saturday we were in Tulsa. Uh, the wife was doing a dog show, and so Friday night I actually caught like the last hour of SmackDown because I, I don't have Fox on Sling or whatever. I have USA, mm-hmm. so I watched like the last hour of SmackDown and. You know, it it was what it was, like Braun Strowman versus Shinsuke. It was like, that's, you know, it is what it is. It's just, you just watch the Fed and realize it's the Fed. But I looked at the Royal Rumble's card, and it showed, and Baron Corbin and Roman Reigns again. Again. Like, I I mean, I just, like, stop beating it to death. It's not even, you know, it's, that match is like Corbin Obviously, he's got some talent because he's in the Fed. But like, I feel like Roman is just always going to be a star of that match. And like, what more can they do different? They've done the match like so many times now. They've done it on TV. They've done it on pay per view. So it's like change it up. But I don't know. I was I was reading about the or I was listening to uh, Brian Alvarez and them talk about the betting on. Maybe it wasn't them. Somebody else. The betting odds for uh, Royal Rumble. And, uh, of course, Roman's at the top, but, uh, number two is, um, Edge. People are thinking Edge is coming back. That's, that's a rumor
3: that I've heard a lot about. And I, I mean, he says he could,
2: but he also says he won't. So, but, I don't but know. why would you say, you know, why would you spoil it though? Yeah. Why would you say anything? But if he comes back and wins, like, Edge and Brock Lesnar, I mean, that's kind of – that's a dream match you don't really think about. I'd, know? Watch so it. It could, I'd watch it. Would it would be good. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, anyta- be... anytime
3: somebody like that comes back, it's it, it's exciting, except for Shawn Michaels being involved. But uh, anytime, <laughs> yeah, anytime somebody comes back with uh, that caliber of a name, and obviously Edge is a Hall of Famer already, yeah. but, man, if he if he
2: can still do it, fuck yeah, dude, I'm in. Exactly. I yeah. I, I I don't know. I mean, I don't I, I just don't I don't see it happening. And, you know, because of the last couple of Royal Rumble years, I just don't even expect a surprise entrant anymore because they just like the last couple of years, there hasn't been any surprises. Well, they don't. That's
3: the thing is with their roster, you know, it's not necessary. They have so many top talents yeah. that deserve those spots. I mean, if you're going to bring Edge in, that's that fuck. Yeah, do it. Like, yeah. that's a, that's one spot you could give up
2: for for a legend like that. I think we'll see a lot of. Uh, I think there was a like a leaked WrestleMania card, and it showed Brock Lesnar versus Tyson Fury as the main Ugh. event. Like that'd just be like what? That's just shit. That's a shit match on paper and it's a shit match in the ring. But it showed uh, Shayna Baszler versus Becky Lynch, so maybe she's the that'd be the, cool the woman that went. I mean, I could see her totally winning the women's rumble. Mm-hmm. I could absolutely see that because she's just a beast and she lost the title so maybe it makes sense. Yeah, but at the same time it's like is call-ups even really a thing anymore? No, it's not a it's not a call-up.
3: It's just like a, a switching of shows at this mm. point. Yeah. I put yeah. NXT on the same level, if not better than Raw Smackdown.
2: Product-wise, it's definitely
3: better. But, but... I, I mean everybody everybody can agree that NXT is a better product yeah so that's not anything new
2: um do you what's the full card i haven't looked at it in a while uh let me look it up real quick it's it's not there's not really much on it right now um let me look at it it was i know i saw i know i saw roman and uh uh baron corbin of Uh course are they doing
3: lashley and rusev again no but they probably will i mean that's free show Uh, you Rumble know Royal Rumble is going to have a three-hour pre-show.
2: Yeah, it'll be a three-hour pre-show and a five-hour show that is boring. I uh, did
3: resubscribe to WWE Network yesterday, just so everybody knows, with my oh, okay. own money. Oh, my own money. Okay, yeah. Yeah. well, because of the my rules. money. Yeah, I, I was well, and I had to watch Rumble 2000. I wasn't going to watch some grainy bootleg copy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh Men's Rumble match, of course, women's Rumble match. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan for the Universal title and Becky Lynch versus Asuka for the Raw women's title. And then Roman and King Corbin. And then the participants so far that have been announced for the Men's Rumble is uh, Roman, Brock coming in at number one so he can dominate. Mm -hmm. AJ Styles, Eric Rowan, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Elias, King Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, Otis, and Tucker. And then the women's is only Charlotte, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, which the women's one I, I assume that'll be like kinda like if I if my memory serves me correct, the last couple of years they didn't really announce like thirty women. They just announced fifteen and the rest were just kind of fill ins and stuff. Well, that was
3: like the the first women's one, they had all those legends come out and do it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So but
3: now they've got such a fucking like bulked up women's roster that they can they can do all 30, like, current superstars. I mean, I'm sure there'll be, like, one or two. Like, Alundra Blaze will probably come out or something, but...
2: Tory Wilson or... God, I hope or not. something.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> not Trash Tory, but...
3: Uh, I mean, I'm excited for it. And watching... It's the Rumble. Watching 2000 got me a little more amped up for this year's Rumble, but... I don't know. I don't I don't know, I'm just, I'm so used to us being so amped up this time of year and getting ready for fucking Mania and shit, and now I'm just like, there's nothing. They they, they usually at least have, like, one match, like, kind of set in stone for me. and from what I've read, they have, like,
2: nothing. Yeah, there's not really any rumors floating around or anything. I mean, of course, everybody's speculation is Roman and Brock again, or Brock versus some big name, Kane Velasquez, or... Tyson Fury. I, I really hope it's not Brock and Tyson Fury because that, that would be an awful main event.
3: Yeah, I'm sticking with The Fiend and Roman at Mania.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's kind of a... I mean, that's a given, yeah.
3: He'll, that, he might not gonna win be, the Rumble, but... Yeah, that's going to be the uni- universal title. And then Brock against whoever wins the Rumble. Because I, I don't think Roman will win. Yeah, but don't you think Brock
2: might win the Rumble?
3: No, I don't. I think that's going to it's gonna set up whoever whoever eliminates Brock I think is who's gonna win Ah, uh, okay yeah, I like that
2: that makes sense so
3: that sets it up like Brock's pissed uh Heyman starts mouthing off the next night on Raw something like that and then the guy whoever wins comes out and you know is like what the fuck you know why are you uh interfering in my tv time I'm here to talk about I'm gonna how I'm gonna beat you at Mania, you know?
2: Yeah, exactly. That's that's what it is.
3: And then, it, of course, Brock beats whoever down for the next month and a half, and then probably probably beats Brock at Mania because
2: that seems to be Maybe. The, the
3: current trend. It's like Brock usually is now losing at Mania.
2: He didn't lose at Mania last year. I thought I don't think Did no. He? That's when yeah Seth yeah beat Seth him. beat him. The opening that's right. Match. And then he got the belt back, and then Seth beat him again at SummerSlam. Yeah. Whatever it was, yeah. So, the men right now, I mean, there's obviously Roman, Brock, and AJ. I would like to see Drew McIntyre win. That would be cool. But you know what I could also see something just stupid happening? Is fucking King Corbin winning the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Could you see? I mean, I could see it. I could could see it. Because apparently, whoever, I guess it was Bischoff, but also a lot of people backstage are, like, really into Corbin on SmackDown, according to all the dirt sheets who knows if it's bullshit or not but uh sometimes i i I totally believe bischoff and pritchard and those guys when i listen to them they're like Meltzer's just spewing bullshit out of his mouth and i'm like you know i mean i i believe him 100 i i some of it he's got a like they say he's got a certain amount of uh word words he's got to fill in his in his thing but also you know all respect to Meltzer. He is right, too, but you yeah. gotta you gotta make a living and you gotta fill a magazine or whatever so i
3: think I think a lot of times I think you're right. I think when he says something's a rumor or he's heard via backstage, somebody's in Vince's ear saying, "Hey, this is actually a good idea." yeah, like Meltzer actually fucking is coming up with the ideas and Vince is running with it, and like well, I mean, it was a rumor, so I mean. It must have been planned all along. Like I don't see it happening that way. Like I know there's people backstage that probably leak stuff.
2: Oh yeah, of course, because they want to be, they want to be cool. And then there's like they see the tabloids and they're like, oh, I I put that out there. But there's that's, also multiple. sources. That's
3: one thing to me because I mean, obviously it's it's just wrestling, so it's not like you're changing the fucking world. But like in our little wrestling universe it, it is kind of changing everything
2: yeah yeah i don't know real rumble season we'll see how we'll see how it goes and then it looks like they got elimination chamber in march that's going to be the uh second show
3: was it <clears throat> was it
2: strictly an nxt show which one
3: elimination chamber
2: uh because the
3: graphic i saw had uh nxt guys on it
2: well there's there's NXT Portland and that's in February. Okay. And then Elimination Chamber is Raw and SmackDown. So no, it's it's oh, it okay. looks like NXT is going to do the February show and then March is Elimination Chamber. And then I I mean that kind of makes it look like WrestleMania might have some an NXT match or two, but with uh NXT Tampa Bay or whatever it is the night before WrestleMania, I don't know why they would have another title match, but
3: I think the title has to happen on, on Mania this year.
2: Yeah, it really should. I think. I think they should do some
3: kind of tag match on Takeover, and then or another Mania contender. match. Yeah. yeah, or number one contender. Yeah, whoever wins this gets to face the champion. Whoever wins
2: that match the next night on Mania. You know what they should do? They should put a King of the Ring tournament on NXT and do like the July shows. Takeover King of the Ring. That'd be or cool. Or something. That would be awesome. Send it back. Send it down there, and then let those guys uh, let those guys duke it out. Because then every single match is going to be good. I mean, even uh, even that big dude, the the dude on NXT, the big black dude, Keith Lee. Keith Lee. He's like he's so good, and he's huge. You know, he moves around like he's a like he's a young buck or something, man. He athletically, he reminds me of big show when he was the giant
3: when he was first coming out like when he would do the the i mean obviously a better wrestler because giant was green as goose shit yeah (laughs) like jumping off the fucking top rope and shit yeah yeah when he would actually like take chances but he was so fast as a big guy
2: yeah that was good stuff anywho uh i don't know if there's anything else we should mention before Uh, so so you went to
3: Tulsa you went she had a dog show like did you go or did you just hang out
2: well I hung out and then Sunday she had another showing and uh I watched that one and then we went home I was just ready to get home because it was just shit like there wasn't much to it was just shitty weather so I didn't really feel like doing much and I didn't pack warm enough like I should have brought my pea coat and I just brought like a sweater and a and a jacket to wear over that and it was just freezing fucking cold that day which i've been wanting winter i just wanted to i wish i would have been prepared and uh we ate it too we had two fantastic meals the first night we had a place called polo grill so if you're in tulsa and you want a true fine dining experience it fucking costs money but it's called the polo grill and uh it was great. I mean, everything came out like it's supposed like fine dining style. Like you eat your uh, you get your appetizer and then they give you your soup after you've kind of digested that. And then they, somebody comes by with bread. There's never a plate on the table. They bust everything. Yeah. And Ooh, it's, uh,
3: it's fine dining. That's the way restaurant should should run.
2: Right. Right. You're, and then,
3: it's, uh, it's supposed to be timely. Like going out to eat should be an experience. It shouldn't yeah. be just a wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am.
2: Let me fill like, my fucking gut and go home. Yeah,
3: <laughs> miserable. You know, yeah. when, you, when you're at a fine dining, like, you can eat everything on your plate. You never take anything home, really, because you've had time to digest everything. Like, Right,
2: started. right. So And, and it's
3: worth <laughs> the money,
2: really. Y- yeah, I mean, our, our bill, like, straight up, it was like a 100 bucks for both yeah. of us. But I was like, I wasn't tripping, because I was just like, it's just me and her. It's not like I'm, if I had three kids, I wouldn't be at that restaurant. No. <laughs> Let's be real. That's not a restaurant you take kids to. No, 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 no. And uh, so we both got our entree. We had like calamari, which was fantastic. It had, a smoked, it had a smoked tomato sauce with it and a garlic aioli. And then we had lobster bisque, which was the most proper fucking lobster bisque I've ever eaten. Um, and then I had I had the prawns and grits, and they're war eagle grits, so they're, they're like local grits. They're grown right, right up the road. Yeah. And then she had, uh, like, six grilled prawns or whatever. And, like, you know, usually grilled shrimp are just charred and beat to fuck, but these yeah. were so good. So I can tell they're fresh. Yeah. So they're <clears throat> perfect. And then, uh, yeah, that was fantastic. And then the second night we ate at another – it is a fine dining restaurant, but it wasn't quite like that where the courses were brought out like that. This one was, like, a little more it's faster, but – We got a bacon jam as our appetizer and it had herb goat cheese, bacon jam, crostinis, a little arugula salad and it was fucking AJ Styles. (laughs) And, uh... uh, Like New Japan, AJ. Mm -hmm. And, uh... Then my entree was grilled duck, sweet potato gnocchi, grilled sweet potato, Brussels sprouts, and, uh... There was something else on there, too. And then she had... she she ate like the smoked chicken pasta or something it was just fucking great food and then we went to brahms after that and i had the cookie monster ice cream and i shit the greenest shit the last two days (laughs) but it's it's so worth it but yeah we i mean that was the highlight of the trip really i didn't like going to tulsa isn't like going to like once i went to dauphin island and went vacation there now when i go out of town i'm just like okay the coolest thing you can do is just eat yeah. Or go go shopping at places that might not exist in Fayetteville. Because, right. you know, with the mall here and everything, I have... There's still a lot of places, like, going to Tulsa. I mean, it's a straight up... It's actually, like, a city city. So, there's, like, there's like three or four vintage stocks there and, like, a bunch of guitar stores. So, I, I cruised around a little bit and looked around. But, I mean, the highlight was the food and our dog, he got... He got first – it's confirmation, so it's where the dog, like, stands there and the judge looks at him and sees how good he is. It's not agility. So he gave him the first-place ribbon both days because he was the only dog in his uh, owner-handler as the class that she did it in. She was the only owner-handler. So he got two first-place ribbons for, you know, for being there. So that was cool, though. I, I, had, I had to be there the second day for support. I couldn't just not go because I was like, if I don't go watch her at least one of the days – Then I'm a piece of shit. You got to go support like at least once the first day. And she's going to tell you you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, it'll take a while. She won't say it right away. Remember?
3: Remember? Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
2: Exactly. So, yeah, it was a little weekend getaway in Tulsa. The hotel, I don't sleep great in hotels. I wake up like every hour. But, uh, yeah, it it was cool. The the food was delicious. I mean, how how was your weekend? Was that all it, about? it it was a weekend. It was yeah. it was
3: uh, just any other weekend. I, I just, probably would
2: have rather had that. But when you when you
3: get off work and you know you're done for a couple of days, it's just so fucking just you just unload. You know?
2: Yeah. Yeah, and, I totally
3: get it. And like yesterday, I did absolutely fucking nothing. I was just like just a tub tub of shit. Huh. Um. But that's all all Literally about. did nothing. Like, I wanted to, like, get up and do laundry and stuff. I'm like, Ugh, fuck, I don't want to do any. Like, this week, I've wanted to do zero. Yeah. Like, I have no energy. I was looking forward to doing the show, obviously, today. But other than that, like, I was just like, I just don't want to do anything. I just want to hang out. So, yeah. Amanda's got me watching the uh, Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy. Oh, really? Yeah. I've she watched beat me. them all
2: in theaters. So. She beat
3: me down, dude. I was like, she's like, I just, because she, she read the books. And she'd oh, never yeah. seen the movies. So she was like, I, I, so I bought them for her at Walmart and I thought I was in the clear. Nobody knew what I was buying. Cause I flipped the cover over when I was, when I had it in the cart. Yeah. <laughs> I bought like the three pack, you know? Yeah. And like, I'm like, Oh shit. Yeah. I'm in the clear. So I was like putting shit, other shit that I was getting at Walmart on top of the, the dvd case yeah and i'm like going through and i'm like i'm in the clear nobody knows i'm buying this fucking smut <laughs> yeah and i get to the fucking because of course you gotta go to the self-checkout because that's all walmart has now so i'm like i ring it up and they have like, to
2: id you yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and i'm
3: like fuck
2: yeah yeah i was like
3: yeah my wife's making me buy it
2: and the lady's like oh sure she's uh-huh. like okay you're gonna jerk you, off to this you
3: just want to see some nipples buddy
2: I want to uh, look at Don Johnson's daughter. Isn't it Don Johnson's <laughs> yes, daughter? it's yeah. Don
3: Johnson's daughter. Yeah.
2: And so that was
3: like the one thing that I was like, okay, I'll watch it because it's, you know, Don Johnson was a huge part of my childhood with, you know, Miami Vice and Nash Bridges. So I was like, okay, cool, whatever. And the whole movie, I'm just like doing like mystery science theater fucking commentary over it. Like, oh, what does this movie need? More nipples. Yeah. And Amanda was getting pissed, and I was like, okay, I'll stop. So finally, I just, like, watched the movie, and for
2: what it was, it was, you know. They're Twilight not bad with, movies,
3: dude. Twilight not... with nipples.
2: I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a it's Twilight with titties and sh- It's I mean, just uncomfortable when you're watching it, and you're like, hey. Well, I've been to all three of them in the theaters, so imagine how that is. Yeah, I can That's not comfortable.
3: So last night, we watched the second one, so tonight, I'm gonna just break down and watch the third one, and. Be done it's not with bad. It. They're not it's, bad. Th- they're not bad. Like f- for what they are, they're. And I keep like explaining to her. I'm like, they're movies. She's like, how does he not get a boner when he's got a, her, his face in her snatch? And I'm like, it, because it's it's movie magic, babe. <laughs> yeah. She's like trying to like fucking just break this shit down. And I'm like, you need to start a podcast. That's what about- I thought when
2: I watched it. I'm like, I would be. I'd have a boner the whole time. <laughs>
3: like definitely. I'm like, well, you got to think about it when they make those movies. Like before they do that scene, you know they have those two actors have to sit there and just fucking like rip farts and
2: laugh and like just yeah. try not to be sexual at all before also, they they go into that scene. You, you know what might help with getting a bon—not getting a boner—is the fact that there's like thirty people standing there. Sure. Yeah. So that probably helps not get a. That boner. goes so back, back to I I what we that. talked about last week. My dick could be shriveled up. It.
3: Yeah, I'm like, I can't perform under this pressure. Yeah.
2: This
3: is <laughs> too barely, much.
2: I can barely piss next to a dude in a fucking urinal, <laughs> let alone, like, Unless get a bone Matt in Jackson it. Unless it's <laughs> Matt Jackson, yeah. He was there to make you feel comfortable about pissing. Yeah, and then I broke the ice, and I was like, why do I gotta wash my hands? My dick's not that dirty. And everybody's like, <laughs> I made it all not awkward in the bathroom. <laughs> shambling, <laughs> shambling
3: Anyway, so, yeah,
2: that's that's what I did. They're not terrible movies. Look, not I, 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 can, I can admit that I've seen all three of them in theaters, and she's read the books, and she's, I think she's read them a few times.
3: But yeah. the the way she put it was like, hey, listen, I watch wrestling with you. I watch all these freaking videos on YouTube that you want to watch, and I watch podcasts with you and listen to your shitty podcast. Yeah, just do me a solid. And watch. You these. have to listen to it after you put it out. And I'm like, all right, yeah. you know? yeah,
2: I love her, so I'll do it. It's uh, yeah, yeah.
3: There was something whatever I was makes say, her happy. Totally just, forgot at this time, you know. Whatever. Yeah, she's put up with my ass for this long. I might as well, you know, make her happy and watch the movie she wants to watch.
2: Yeah, I'll watch it if like she's went to concerts with me. That she's like. I mean, I guess she's not not into the music, but it's not like her favorite bands or anything. Yeah, she's went to RAWs and she's went to wrestling and shit with me, so why not, you know? But they're not they're not like horrendous movies, but like you said, I mean, it's a it's a chick flick with tits, so the tits is the highlight for the guys. <laughs> and, it's uh, just oh man,
3: just like I would love to do like a watch along of that. Of yeah, (laughs) you know what I mean. Just get like oh my god, Christian, a (laughs) a couple of bottles of wine and just get like sloshy drunk and just and watch stupid.
2: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. be good, Christian. Is your penis hard? Oh wait, there's thirty people watching you. No, it's not. No, it's not. I'm I'm on Vikings right now. That's what I'm watching. How's that? That's my TV show. It's good. It's a good show. Is not Edge in that one?
3: Is Edge in Vikings? Is that the one Edge is in?
2: Uh, no. He might be. I haven't got to it yet if he is. Okay. I, I thought mean, there was some Vikings show that he was in. I don't know if it's that. I, I I don't know. I can look it up real quick. Hey, Jamie, look that up.
3: Joe <laughs> no, Ruggins, Jamie. Joe against Jamie. Yeah,
2: Jamie is now our, our producer, too. Let's see. Edge, Vikings. Adam Copeland. He appeared in the sci-fi series Haven. Oh, Haven. Okay. that That's okay. what it is. I thought it was some Viking show. I don't know. I think that's what it is. Is it? I think, I think I it's a Viking show. I oh, didn't watch it. And as a recurring character, Katil Flatnose in the fifth season of Vikings. Okay, yeah, he is There we
3: go. Vikings. Okay, I was right. Thanks, Jamie.
2: Dude, I can't wait to get to the fifth season. <laughs> see, Adam, Copeland Adam, Adam Edge Copeland. Yeah, he he portrays Kjell Flatnose. On history's drama, Vikings. It's a good show. Is it's, it? Uh, yeah, it, it's a it's a good one for sure. I I I thoroughly enjoy it. Like, because Game of Thrones has just made it's ruined me with like these slow fucking moving, long dialogue shows. So I was like, oh, it's gonna be another one. And, and my buddy at work was like, no, it's not like that. And Raya watched the first season. Was like, it's not like that. And I was like, let me try it out. So the first night I watched three episodes, and it was great. I'm on. I'm almost to season three right now and it's like the only thing that could make that show better and it it would is if it was made by like HBO or Netflix. So there was a little more higher of a budget and like, it's not, yeah, swearing. And it's not that like, I want to see the titties, but I'm just describing it as like, like titties if they were in it, because that makes it like that type of show where you can just do whatever you want in it. You can show anything graphically. So Titties, violence, swearing, that would make it a lot better. But right, it's a its a really good show. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. So I'll probably watch the time.
3: Well, in that time period, it's not like they didn't walk around with tits out.
2: That's the thing, too. So it's like all these people are covered up. And I, I'm sure they were walking around naked more than it shows. And time goes by every season. Time goes by really fast on it, actually. And uh, But, yeah, it's a cool show. I can't wait to get the fifth season now. I didn't know Edge was in it. Well, I feel better
3: that uh and more knowledgeable because I I thought he was and now that I know I was right, I feel really good about myself.
2: Edge was in Scandinavia back
3: then. Because I was trying to I'm trying to keep up with the times and I'm doing a horrible time or horrible job at it because I'm not just not good. My pop culture I'm bad at. Pop. Brain is just so fucking like 90s and before.
2: Me too. I'm not a pop Culture guy, like modern. Current, modern I have no
3: fucking idea.
2: No. Speaking of, I uh, also don't care.
3: Speaking of modern, uh my new Kenny Omega shirt will be here tomorrow. I'm excited for that. Yeah,
2: I don't know which one you said you got. Which one is that? the The one with like the the like the tannish
3: colored one, charcoal colored one. Oh, with okay. like the Led Zeppelin looking type of yeah on it. Yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I'm yeah. talking about. It was. It came down to that and the cowboy shit hangman shirt. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm getting the new Omega shirt. I
2: really want to get on pro wrestling tees and order something today. I did really, it on really hot want topic.
3: To. I, I okay, got it that was hot topic because I I knew I'd get it faster. Yeah. So I ordered it. I ordered it Wednesday night when Kenny and Hangman had their tag match, like at the beginning of the show. And I, I don't uh... think it, it didn't ship till Friday, but it was in Little Rock yesterday, and it actually just got into Fayetteville at like noon. So it'll be here tomorrow.
2: So it I'm probably pumped. comes from a store nearby that has yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, probably.
3: Yeah, because it
2: it seemed like it started off in like
3: Louisville or something, and then went to South Haven.
2: Hey, Louisville! Here's a cool story. Before we get into Royal Rumble, Louis. Okay, so I uh, there's a band called Knocked Loose. It's a hardcore band. It's metalcore, hardcore. They've been on the rise in the last couple of years. Of just like breaking the metalcore community and like being awesome kind of a throwback to the og shit like converge and early kill switch and all that anyways um i ordered some guitar pickups for my seven string i got some emg 707s and i actually that's the way they sound on the track the intro to this that's recorded with these me and my brother-in-law soldered them in they're all good to go my guitar sounds amazing anyways long story short the pickups I got were from Louisville, Kentucky. And they were, com- they were coming from Louisville, Kentucky, and they were from a dude named, my PayPal said, Cole Crutchfield. And I was like, whoa, wait a second. So I messaged you, and I go, is this the guitarist, Cole Crutchfield, of Knocked Loose? And he's like, yeah, that's me. So I ordered my fucking EMG 707s from the guitarist in Knocked Loose. So Which is cool. why you wanted those pickups, because you like that sound. Right, I like that. I like that sound. And uh, also the guitarist of Three Teeth told me he plays seven hundred seven. So That's I was messaging nice, him. Yeah, yeah. I was like messaging the guitarist of Three Teeth, which I talked to him at the merch booth in Kansas City. They're not like major rock stars.
1: But, but still, okay. I mean. But yeah.
2: And uh, so he told me what he had. So I got on Reverb, which is basically the eBay of music instruments, and uh, found those. And I was like, holy shit, I bought pickups from... The guitarist of Knock Loose and he sent me a uh, guitar pick one of his guitar picks with it it says Knock nice. Loose and on the back it says Cole Crutchfield so shout out to Knock Loose and their guitarist Cole Crutchfield I'm rocking your pickups and my Schechter. so I'm very it was really cool just a whole cool experience like one minute I'm talking to the guitarist of three teeth about his pickups he told me what he uses and next thing I know I order them and they come from another guitarist in a band I like so I was like I'm pretty much famous now <laughs> I Get should move to Los Angeles. I'm big, leaking everybody, dude. I'm gonna move to Los Angeles and live on Skid Row.
0: <laughs> Your avenue leads to Skid Row.
2: Oh, I knew you were gonna now sing it. <laughs> <not>. <laughs>
0: All
1: right, sorry. We are the youth gone
2: All right, so today we are here to talk about the Royal Rumble 2020 years ago. Let me find that exact date. I'm, uh, I know we're not quite at that uh, day yet because I'm sure it was like 20th or something. I just knew there was not a lot of
3: current stuff we wanted to talk about this week, and I, it's Royal Rumble month, and we always try to do a couple, so I figured why not? Yeah. Do the 20th
2: anniversary of a big year in WWF January 23rd 2000 of course it was at Madison Square I fucking <laughs> said Madison
3: I said Madison Madison Matt Square
2: <laughs> January 23rd 2000 at Madison Square Garden in New York City of course they had ni- 19231 and the tagline is the road to WrestleMania begins. Isn't that always the fucking tagline? <laughs>
0: pretty,
3: pretty
2: much. <laughs> hey, guess what it was sponsored by? one 800 Collect. Yes. 1-800-C-O-L-L-E-C-T. <laughs> Quinn. Mastisquin. Quinn. I don't know why I bought it.
3: Every that. fucking time.
2: Every time.
3: I, I was waiting for it, honestly. And then I was like, nah, it sounds like he's got his ducks in a row. No. What was the attendance?
2: Uh, 19,231. That's pretty typical for their Madison Square Garden shows.
3: Just, say MSG. just say MSG. I'm, I, so I'm just going to say that from now
2: on, dude. <laughs> or the uh, Garden. You know, it's crazy to think that I'm pretty sure the month before this at Armageddon, I'm pretty sure Big Show became the world champion. Yeah, or no, he was the world champion. And, dude, 1999 was so weird. So in the, the year before... the month before at, at Armageddon, Big Show defeated Big Boss Man. Big Show was the champion, defeated Big Boss Man in a singles match for the WWF title. The main event was Triple H defeated Mr. McMahon in a no-holds-barred match. The big, that the, was
3: the one where Stephanie turned on Vince, right?
2: Uh, I believe so, yeah. Because that set up
3: the whole McMahon in every Holmes corner. Era. Yeah. yeah,
2: yep. Wow, yeah, that's crazy. There was ten matches on that regular card. Uh, on armageddon? armageddon yeah holy yeah. shit we'll have to do armageddon 2000 this year as well because the that's the only like six-man hell in a cell or whatever we, have yeah, to, we gotta do that this year by the way
3: the, the, that's the plan for this year we're gonna run through all of 2000 every month
2: maybe i i i could go without wrestlemania probably we, if you we don't have to. to
3: yeah i mean i've watched it a couple of times the last couple of years so i'm good
2: I mean, I, I can always watch it, but, like, just the tag matches and stuff, kind yeah. of, like, okay. This well, is we kinda, did
3: the rebooking two years ago, so we don't... Yeah, we don't really
2: need to. Go back and only, listen to that.
3: That's the only show we've actually rebooked, is that show, so there's no real point. Well, we
2: rebooked the Invasion Angle. Which kind of tied into rebooking Cut. X7. By, yeah. Not that it needs rebooking, but we just no. did that, because that yeah. was kind of how it should have went down. Anyways, uh, yeah. So, Royal Rumble 2000 it kicks off with Kurt Angle in the ring and he does the whatever he's doing his open challenge thing or whatever and your boy Taz come out and defeated bump, him bump, by submission. So he he chokes out Kurt Angle and this is technically the end of Kurt Angle's undefeated streak but Kurt is backstage thinking that after the match he's back there thinking that he didn't he's like, Oh so I won. He's like he choked you out and he's like, so that means or he goes, so that means I'm not undefeated. He didn't defeat me. And then of course uh Jerry Lawler is like he wasn't defeated. He doesn't he wasn't defeated, JR And JR said, Of
0: course
3: it goes down in the record books as a loss, so technically he yeah. isn't undefeated. Yeah I just I love the beginning of this when Kurt Angle's talking and the yeah. crowd is fucking chanting for Taz. Like yeah, everybody yeah. knew. Yeah. Like signs in the crowd, and some people had it with one Z and other people had it with two Like they some people knew there was gonna be some fuckery with the name.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Was this this wasn't Taz's debut, was it? Yeah. This was his debut. It was his debut. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: This, like,
3: I mean I mean the,
2: He's
3: the a New wrestling. York guy. Yeah, the wrestling internet community was kind of coming along here but not really
2: the dirt sheets were yeah
3: they were the dirt
2: sheets were a thing but like
3: websites like I think what year did e-wrestling news start 2001 maybe 2002
2: I couldn't tell you maybe before maybe
3: they were around before then but well yeah because I was looking at it in seventh grade so that was (laughs) 2000 yeah so it was around this time So I probably, I I don't remember, but I probably knew he was coming to WWF. You read something about it. it. Yeah. And I was cool with it because he was my favorite in ECW. So it made sense that I'd, and do you think they had like a stronger build for Taz? Like you think he was on to something like beating Kurt Angle because Kurt Angle was kind of established already.
2: So if I remember correctly, I was like seven at the six or seven at this time. There was thirteen promos on Raw and stuff, wasn't there? Like, weren't they showing?
3: Yeah, I think there was. Maybe there was. Vignettes, maybe that's how the thirteen we, how everybody kind of knew. Yeah, because yeah, it was like the red light district, and then like the thirteen with the
2: tattoo would pop up. I'm I'm pretty sure the there wire, was. Yeah, was. I'm pretty sure there was vignettes or something. Yeah, there there was. There definitely was. Also, though, like you said, I'm sure the dirt sheets people knew, and it was also New York City. So he, I mean, Taz is a Brooklyn guy. Mm-hmm. So you know there could have been some communication going on. They knew somehow. Maybe they saw him arriving, but nonetheless, he came out to a pop, dude. Yeah, it
3: was huge.
2: That was, and and it was, you know, it's a it was a cool little opener. Not really something that like, it's not like it was like an amazing match, but it was like a debut. It's worth a watch. Yeah, yeah. I'd give it. I give it three quads. Three quads. Just for just for Taz debuting, yeah, yeah.
3: I, I mean, it's Kurt Angle, and Kurt Angle was a dick here, and he was a good heel. I liked it.
2: Yeah, that was that was good. Uh, Hardys and Terry Reynolds talking backstage with Michael Cole. Angle, Angle's like leaves on a stretcher. That's funny to me. Yeah, he's. <laughs> uh, and then we get the tables match: uh, the Dudleys and the Hardys and uh the first ever tag team tables match first ever tag team tables match and i noticed too uh in the rules of this this was 10 minutes and 18 seconds i noticed the rules and tables matches were different from then to now Mm -hmm. as you could only it only counted if it was an offensive move through the table whereas now if you fall through the table you've eliminated yourself right or you've lost the match or whatever so that's Somewhere I couldn't pinpoint the year that happened, but it definitely happened somewhere in between 2000 and 2020.
3: I like the way they did this though, because it was whoever went through a table was that counts against your team, but they could still keep going. Like they were still a part of the match. Yeah, like, they that's didn't cool. have to go to the back.
2: Yeah, know? I like that because then it would have then it would have kind of been like you know taken away from the matches, and it should be two on one, but. Uh, man, there's some spots in this match. I mean, the, the most memorable, of course, which is in most video TLC and table packages is the one off the entrance, the, uh, walkway where, uh, Bubba Ray had stacked up three tables. Yeah. And Jeff gets
3: up there and he steps up on that little platform right above the, the taxi. Yeah. And he takes off his shirt and the fucking, all you, all you can hear was girls. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing the people in this show that got pops.
2: Yeah, man. Well, it's also Madison Square Garden, and it yes. was, and it was like the WWF was. This was MSG shows back then were hot, and they mm-hmm. always were super dope because they even had the, most, the house shows. That's great. Yeah, yeah. You're always gonna see something good at MSG, but yeah, man. I mean, this is just a fast paced tag match. There was never not someone getting hit with a weapon or. Some kind of violence happening, and then the table spots were all good. And you know, looking back on it, when I see tables match with these guys, I'm like, Oh, the Dudleys won this. I forgot the Hardys won this. Yeah, that was I was very surprised. I was
3: thinking the same thing. I I always thought the Dudleys won this match for some reason because the Hardys
2: never won.
3: Yeah, they're like
2: seven true. or eight time tag champs, and I don't remember their victories because I, the, I always remember them losing.
3: The only one I really, I mean, other than WrestleMania, the you know, a few years most ago, most recent, yeah, yeah. I remember when they won on Raw when they were with Michael Hayes.
2: Oh, okay, like ninety nine or something. Yeah, man. yeah. When they, okay, when they were that was like their first one.
3: And Handsome Jack Hendricks. Yeah, it was their first one. So I remember and he that was dressed and like them. One. Yeah, <laughs> he
2: had the Hot Topic <laughs> pants and the fucking the shirt
3: that fucking shiny ass fucking tight fitting shirt that yeah. he had no
2: business wearing. No. Uh, so, yeah, it was a good match. And then, uh, let's see, what happened in between there after that? Uh, Angle, This is when Angle was, like, saying the thing about he's been choked out, so it doesn't count. Right. Uh, and then they do the, it's not listed as a match, but they do that, the bikini contest or the whatever
3: Miss, Rum- Miss Rumble 2000
2: Miss Rumble 2000 and
3: King keeps saying who's going to be the first Miss Rumble 2000 I'm like well there's only going to be one there's only going to be one Rumble, Rumble
2: 2000,
3: 2000. <laughs> yeah. but he said it like five times I'm like and oh of course my god somebody's doing him, it because he's horny
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> he's a creepy bastard and then, of course May Young god. when she comes
2: out she gets a major pop and oh, like everybody she's knows she's so fucking and... great she won right I think she yeah won. she won that's what I thought
3: and uh, Andy Rector was. Uh, late-minute guest judge um man that may young was just so fucking good
2: in how the long was era. she old because
3: forever e- dude yes yeah, for old, fucking like, ever since... <laughs> that's like moolah dude moolah was she's old in the old fucking forever 60s, dude, dude. <laughs> i mean rick flair too rick flair's yeah. been
2: old forever yeah yeah man. it's crazy but, but she but... comes out and she's like
3: my friends want to see my puppies. My, and everybody so goes, gonna, wild, dude. <laughs> and, so I'm going to show my puppies. And, like, I forgot about this part.
2: Yeah, I did, too.
3: <laughs> and when she, like, keeps acting like she's going to whip a tit out. And then she corners the king and finally <laughs> pulls He's her like, tit ah, out. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mark Henry comes fucking out of nowhere to cover up. Oh, just, it was so. She funny.
0: had
2: like it wasn't a it wasn't truly an attitude era pay per view without some May Young spot. Yeah, just always some. Yeah, and then Mark Henry comes out to save the day because it's his woman. He's like coming to cover <laughs> her up. That story was just so funny and it was so over the top, but it was great. The Mark, the sexual chocolate and yeah, May Young like love story that they had going. Oh man, it was so good. And then uh, that leads into it shows WWE New York. Uh Jericho and like, China arguing backstage.
3: That's where that we see the coach for the first time is WWE yeah. New York. Yep,
2: that's the first.
3: And time. you can tell he's so fucking nervous, like when yeah. he's talking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, I didn't he, realize he had been around that long.
2: I thought no, it was I don't. Later on, I don't remember him being around in two thousand. I definitely don't remember that. I know two thousand one, we started seeing him with Rock and stuff, but yeah. Because uh, that's kind of what got him over was, The Rock. Same Just thing with Michael Cole. Tongue. Yeah, same thing. Michael Cole got over because The Rock. And that's crazy to tips. think about. I've never actually said that out loud, but that totally makes sense. The Rock got those. The Rock got a lot of those guys over. Yep. Uh we go into the triple threat match for the Intercontinental title, Bob Holly versus China, who is the champion versus Chris Jericho, who is also the champion. So they're trying to crown the undisputed Intercontinental champion here. And you know, for what it was for what it was, it wasn't it wasn't really a terrible match. It was just kind of a entertaining it was a world wrestling entertainment match.
3: Yeah. Segments really, thirty one seconds. It was really fast. It felt rushed. But mm-hmm. they had so many matches they were trying to get in before the title match in the Rumble.
2: Itself. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, it was it was a good match. I like seeing Hardcore Holly in a high profile match
2: like this. I did too. Like I enjoy his match with Brock Lesnar for the title, just because I I always felt like Holly was he was a really good worker, and he was he never really got his top spot because he really wasn't a top guy. Though he never really he never had that like vibe that he was like a main eventer. I so. think he
3: just got these type of spots because he was with the company for
2: so long. Right. That Vince right. is
3: like, ah, yeah, let's throw him a bone, you know? And it's but weird. It,
2: and him in this match is kind of like a wild card. Uh-huh. But it's it works.
3: Yeah, it he totally feels did. It pretty good. It kind of like kept Jericho and China honest with each other because they had somebody else involved in the match. Yeah. So they had to constantly like worry about him instead of just each other, and because they're co-champions. Mm-hmm. I, I really like that Hardcore Holly's entrance when he's allegedly 400 pounds.
2: Because a Crash, or whatever. It's crash yeah, crash what? Holly used to come out at, like, 400 pounds. When they pounds. Co- came out with the fucking... The scale. Lo- the scale. <laughs> and it was like their tag team weight was, like, 800 pounds yeah. or something. Yeah, something they were over both the allegedly
3: over 400 pounds. Yeah, yeah. and Hardcore Holly nuts. just
2: comes out with his hands on his hips, and that's yeah. it. After, I mean, like, that dude was in crazy shape.
3: Yeah, after like 2 minutes of his song playing, he finally comes out. <laughs> they play
2: that song on Skype. Yeah,
3: I remember that. And in and the Hardy Boys song. And the Hardy Boys, yeah. Which uh going back to that Miss Rumble noticed when uh, Terry comes up to do her little thing, the Hardy Boys music hits and she's like yeah. looking around like like why is this music playing and she's just like okay, fuck it, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I just thought that was it was super weird because yeah. I I was thinking the same thing. I was like, "Why are they coming out?" And then she just starts doing her thing, and I'm like, "Oh, that doesn't make sense." But fine.
2: If I'm being honest, when there when I was younger, if there was one female I wanted to see nude, it was Terry Reynolds. Terry, she was so hot, and Ivory. Ivory was a hot one too, but you know, no disrespect to women. I just boobs are cool i'm Just sorry being honest boobs are cool especially <laughs> and a 10 year old 13 year old levi boobs are really cool yeah especially that yeah that age because
3: i'm i'm 13 here or 12 going on i'll almost be 13 so yeah i was super uh boobs. at this point yeah I'm, i was, I was like this, seven but i was still this show. show i'm the same age as hunter
2: my okay oldest. this is this is wow that's a yeah, That's a hell of he'll, a comparison. He'll be like 13 next month. Wow. Yeah. That's I've, a, got a, I've got a teenager. It sucks that... At least he's got other good products to watch now, like Japan and AEW. Hunter's out of it, dude. He, yeah. He, That's what you're saying.
3: Kyler watches AEW, and Tommy watches AEW, and Tommy watches Japan. But... Hunter could care less about wrestling anymore. And it's it's okay, you but know, you he's know he's got other shit going on. He's a gamer now.
2: What if he's just having a 2002 or a 2008 or a 2011 right now? A who year knows? where yeah, that, maybe that's what he's maybe that's what's going on. Because you, always, goes, if you're a wrestling fan, you always come back around.
3: Yeah, he goes back. He goes to college in five years, and you know he's trying to find something to do on a Monday or Wednesday night, and he flips on wrestling. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe that'll spark a. A new cha- chapter in our, you know, father son relationship. Yeah, so yeah. I got I got that to look forward to. But he's a gamer now; he's all about games, and that's all right. I am too. And <laughs> reading,
2: and just being smart, and
3: yeah. So, anyways, the
2: other two still in it. Yeah, uh, Chris Jericho won. He became the undisputed Intercontinental Champion. Uh, then we get the New Age Outlaws. Let's see what was in between this. It's the New Age Outlaws versus the Acolytes for the tag team titles. Uh, I don't think there was really any kind of stuff in between this, I think. Oh, Rock backstage talking to Michael Cole. With and that he weird says that, Rock jersey on. With the weird Rock jersey. And then he says that if he can get past Crash Holly and Headbang- Headbanger Mosh, then he should have a shot. And Cole's like, what? He's like, why those guys? And I kind of was thrown off by that, too. I was like, is that... I wasn't really sure what that was supposed to be. If like, it was he, supposed to be funny or... He
3: basically called him a, a couple of jobbers, basically, okay. is what he was getting at. He also says, if it comes down to him in Big Show...
2: Yeah, it's like a dead giveaway.
3: Yeah, and you're like, okay. So yeah. when... We'll get to it.
2: I almost yeah, like, yeah. gave it away, but... Well, it's people there. have seen it. It's 20 years old. <laughs> So, anyways, we get New Age Outlaws and the Acolytes. New Age Outlaws retained. It's two minutes and 39 seconds. It was really just a quick time. And it's kind of crazy to see the Outlaws beat the Acolytes that fast. But the Acolytes were. They were fresh off of the Ministry of Darkness, I think. Yeah. So they were kind of. This is the Acolytes. Like the 2000 and 2001, they kind of come into their own where they're like. Badasses and nothing beats the apa protection agency with the door <laughs> and <then> yeah
3: because <laughs> at this point taker was taker was gone because he was injured so we wouldn't see him yeah. again until judgment day right 2000 yeah judgment when day he comes, and
2: then he comes back yeah. as the badass yeah
3: so we're getting to get that this year
2: uh let's see and then i think it just goes straight to a video package for triple h and cactus jack uh they wrest- they had a street fight triple h was the champion Defeated Cactus Jack in 26 minutes, 55 seconds. And this match is just, this is like, I've, I've seen this match a lot because I mm-hmm. remember when I was younger, this was one of my favorite matches. I, it, this and No Way Out were just, man, I just, I loved how brutal they were and just Cactus Jack being a badass. And like when I hear Cactus Jack's music, like I remember when I was a kid and I heard it on Raw, like the one they show in the video package. <inaudible> nah, 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 nah. And I was like, fuck, nah, nah, yeah. Nah, 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 nah. nah, like, Fucking nah. Cactus Jack. And I wanted the figure <laughs> so bad. And I don't think I ever had a Cactus Jack figure. I don't
3: think I ever got the Cactus figure either. But
2: I remember <sighs> wanting it too. because Yeah. Thought it was so cool. Because I could make him bleed. But, yeah man, barbed wire, thumbtack. Dude, the chair shots in this match. That one chair breaks where you can tell, like, it's totally a gimmick chair. Yeah. Uh,. Just the spots and the, the fucking beatings these guys gave to each other in this match. It's like, definitely, if, if you've never seen this match and you're a wrestling fan, this is a good... Like, this This shows how good Triple H can work as just a, a, a brutal match-type guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, it shows Cactus Jack just being Cactus Jack. But uh, Triple H just being bloody and being hardcore and... And being a heel, I mean, it was also his. This was like the rain, when the reign of terror begun, the five or six years or whatever that he was on top.
3: <laughs> but this is like Triple H, like at the beginning of the of his peak. So yeah, he's, this like, is the beginning of it. He's yeah. not. I mean, he's jacked, but he's not huge yet. Mm. He, I mean, he's fast and. Right, he motherfucker could work. I'm like, I, don't I mean, care. yeah, dude. Think what you want about Triple H, but he is one of the fucking greatest of all time.
2: If it, what? Yeah, oh yeah, he would be on my in my top five of greatest of all time of a list. That fucking gash
3: in his fucking calf, and they put it over big. Yeah, where did it, it, it come commentary. from? I dude, I don't that. know. I think it came from that table, that table okay, spot that- when he. He puts Cactus through the table, but it doesn't break fully. But then, like, Triple H kind of steps back one foot, and then it fucking collapses. Uh, I think he got caught on something. I don't remember it before that. It could have happened before that. But I, when I was watching it last night, I could, was trying to pinpoint when it happened. I, I couldn't see it before that.
2: But I don't know, dude. Was but that thing was fucking if gnarly. Was, if it was before whenever Cactus... Uh, Flips him over onto the pallet, and I thought maybe there was a nail that caught him. Ooh, or something. yeah, you could because be right. it was he was bleeding early, but the table spot makes sense too. So yeah, yeah I, I'm not right. sure exactly where it happened. The table one sounds a little more likely because I figure the pallets would be gimmicked. Yeah, um, but man, yeah, that was a gnarly cut, and then the the blade job he does was dude Triple H is up like Triple H's blade jobs are right there with Flares and Shawn Michaels. Yep. He's up there with those. And, and he probably learned from Flair and Shawn Michaels. That yeah. Blades so good. But, dude, those, like, top Bladers of all time is, like, Hogan, Flair, Triple H, Shawn Michaels. Dusty Rhodes. D- oh, God. Dusty Rhodes. Like, Trips is up there, dude. And then. Yep. Mick Foley, you know, he always, he bled good, but he never bled, like, he never poured it, like, really. Well, there's a couple matches, but he never poured it. Like when Triple H bleeds, it's always like that. It's always And a it ton mixes of with the blood.
3: sweat and it's like dripping like a his fucking hair. Yeah. Like it looks like a water hose coming off of his fucking nose.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Dude could bleed. But, but when they they
3: zoom in on that gash on his calf, like Yes. probably 7 minutes before the match ends, maybe 5. And I mean, they got like close. Had that That's been a fucking HD, that would have been like really gross. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it was a super super deep cut and it was uh I mean he probably got I'm assuming he got stitches. Oh yeah. Like legit stitches. Um but yeah, man, if you've never seen this match, this is definitely one to go back and watch from just kicking off the year 2000. This is a match that happened. So that's like that's like a foreshadowing of, you know, just how good this year could be. In the card, I mean, the card's pretty good. It's a it's a straight up it's a Royal Rumble card right here. It's a lot of matches that aren't like, like Triple H and Cactus Jack is probably the most meaningful out of these because it's actually kind of going somewhere. And all the others are too. And it, like got, time, Hardy Boys and it got time. and time. Yeah. Yeah. It got, this had obviously the most time next to the Rumble match, which is, you have to have more for the Rumble match, but you know, they'll go on to wrestle Hell in a Cell at No Way Out the next I'm month. I'm excited to watch that the, one next month. For real. Yes. yes. I haven't seen that match in 10 years. I bought it. I bought that match pre-network on like iTunes or something or uh, somewhere. I bought it somewhere. Just that match to watch it. I, I don't remember. Maybe Xbox or something. But, but still,
3: it's been a while.
2: Yeah, it's been a long time since I watched it. So I'm I'm excited for that pay per view. And because like No Way Out 2000, I don't remember a ton about. No, so that's all I remember. I'm, was I'm that excited match. to watch it. Yeah and then we uh go into of course after triple h retains they carry them all away and they're like sweeping tacks out of the ring and Her- howard finkel's in the ring talking about uh you know the rumble match rules and everything and then of course we get the royal rumble match which this one was after kind of after watching it again it's really this rumble match is like most of them all about the final four but it's uh There wasn't a lot of surprise entrance or anything. Yeah, you got one. Bob
3: Backlund, that was it.
2: Bob Backlund, yeah. He was the surprise entrance. That was the one.
3: I love this rumble match because of the way it it flowed. You got that. You got those mid-card, lower uh, upper card to the mid-card kind of... It was like, uh, you kept waiting for somebody's music to hit and like, like the big stars. Yeah. 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 And they really held it off on this one. Like, I mean, it opened with d and, uh, Brian Christopher and you're like, okay, well I know these guys aren't going to win it, you know, <laughs> even then you yeah. Knew. yeah but it was cool because d got an entrance and he's shaking his head and shit. And then you get the, the too cool
2: music, which was always great. Still is. Uh, you know that's that's something. Of looking at like Royal Rumbles now versus this, whenever you eat, no matter really who comes out in a Rumble now at one or two, or th- one through thirty, really most of them are like possible main event stars because everybody that's in the Fed now is people who have been places. Yeah. So it's all kind of people who have been main eventers. I mean, they've all had their time in the spotlight, and so this is like a time period where. You know, you got Gangrel and British Bulldog, Test. But ev- everybody
3: had a fucking storyline. That was right. the thing about then, and Tess got a fucking huge pop. I don't know if you noticed it, yeah. But his pop yeah. was fucking huge.
2: This is when they were really like kind of pushing for him. Yeah, he was because they they did that Triple H storyline with him, and then I remember WrestleMania 2000. I had the Test figure, the WrestleMania 2000 Test. And I remember being a kid and watching this and I was like, they're like, I didn't say they're pushing him, but I'm like, they're in the, I could tell WWF was in a test back mm-hmm. then. And I was like, I didn't really understand the ropes. <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> back then. But uh, yeah, they, I think obviously Vince was hot on Test cause he was massive and jacked and, you know, Tall. He's, he's a Vince guy. I mean, I. it's surprising that test didn't become a main event star, but I think, He didn't become a main event star because he just didn't really have, like, that Triple H or Rock or Stone Cold uh, aura to him. The charisma. Yeah, but he was good. I mean, Tess was always... I never... There was not a lot of Tess matches that, like, I could say I just hated. You know, like, Tess was a good worker, and it sucks that he died. I'm sure that, you know i'm sure roids were involved in his past yeah because well i he's mean just fucking yeah. huge and he dude got
3: suspended twice because of it so
2: y- yeah yeah
3: that i think that
2: killed his initial push was that first positive push. Test. so uh i can read off the entrance here uh d and grandmaster sexy were first <laughs> i always loved jerry lawler kayfabing grandmaster sexy yeah just always trying to act like it's not his kid or something yeah it's, it's funny man uh, Lo, Grandmaster Sexy, Mosh, Christian, Rikishi, Scotty Too Hottie, Steve Blackman, Visera, Big Boss Man, Test, British Bulldog, Gangrel, Edge, Bob Blackland, Edge got a huge spot. Yeah, Edge got a massive pop. Jericho, Chris Jericho got, got, a got a massive, massive pop. One, yep. Crash Holly, who was like 400 pounds. <laughs> China. Farouk, Road Dogg, Al Snow, Val Venus, Prince Albert, Crash, Hardcore Holly, The Rock, Billy Gunn, Big Show, Bradshaw, Kane, the Godfather, and X-Pac. Obviously, X-Pac was in the final four because he came out at number 30. And he got eliminated twice, technically. And he, yeah, <laughs> but uh, the refs weren't watching or whatever. So, uh, And then, of course, this, has, this is the one with the controversial ending, which sets up their No Way Out match, The Rock and Big Show, and then also puts them all in the main event. At WrestleMania, but I, I don't think, if I'm correct, I'm pretty sure, like, it wasn't shown on here, but the next night on Raw, I think, was whenever they showed the different camera angle that showed The Rock his feet yeah, touching Yeah, it was the next night, yep. And I remember that. This is, this is weird, because this is actually a time period I kind of really, really remember watching when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and it's odd, because it's 20 years ago. But I definitely remember like the house we lived in, the TV I watched this on, the exact setup of the house and everything. Where
3: you would sit when you watched wrestling,
2: all that. Yeah, yeah all that man, kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, and I and I remember watching WrestleMania 2000 on the Scramble Channel. Me too. And like you'd see a boot, and I'd be like, "Oh, that's Billy Gunn's boot!" <laughs> like yeah. I I know I watched WrestleMania 2000 on the Scramble Channel I did too. and X Eight. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I, Whatever happened I, to the Scramble Channel? I remember the
3: Scramble Channel, and the funniest thing is, is I had just moved to Mountain Home, so we were watching it in the same town, years apart from each other. Yeah, dude. Didn't know, yeah. it, you know, and we're watching it on the, the same, same channel. Scramble Channel.
2: It was like Channel 50-something, yeah. pre- or like 70-something. Yeah, it was something is weird. Is what it was. Because everybody had Cox back then. Yeah. It was all Cox Cable. That, and you, had one, you had one choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. But uh, yeah, The Rock wins. And then, of course, the next night on Raw, they do the, they kind of set up the No Way Out match. And then you go into WrestleMania 2000. Let's see No Way Out real quick. So No Way Out will obviously do next month. Uh, let me look at the matches on here. Kurt Angle versus Jericho. Dudley Boys versus New Age Outlaws. Mark Henry versus Viscera. Edging Christian versus Hardy Boys. Taz versus Man. Xbox vs. Kane, Too Cool vs. The Radicals, Big Show versus The Rock, and Triple H vs. Cactus Jack and the Hell in a Cell. It's not a bad card. It's a pretty good card, man. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm looking forward to watching that one again. I remember also renting these movies, actually, I guess DVDs, because I think this is I think we had a DVD player back then. Um I remember renting these at Consumers, IGA. <laughs> <laughs> they were the only place in town that had these wrestling yeah. movies, the most recent ones. Yep. Uh Harps had a couple of older ones
3: and uh, Crossroads. Capital
2: Carnage and Fully Loaded. Yeah.
3: Crossroads had a decent selection. And then uh Fantastic Features, was it? Was that
2: the other one? That was the one where that big bank is now, right? Yeah. Okay, I remember that place. Yeah.
3: The one like kinda over by like the workforce place
2: yes over okay, by the now, arena that's
3: that was I'm fantastic of, features
2: i'm thinking of a different one now though. i
3: actually when fantastic features was going out of business i got a couple of their vhs wrestling tapes
2: okay. oh okay i have halloween okay.
3: havoc uh no way yeah, yeah that's awesome I you still have them yeah with nice. warrior and hogan and wow. i have wrestlemania 5 with hogan and savage and you had those. Yeah. Damn. And I and I still have like the plastic case that it came in. You had to squeeze the bottom to get the tape to come out. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome, yeah. dude. I have another one. I can't remember what it was,
2: but I have another one. So uh Crossroads was Hastings, right? Yes. Okay, that's where that they was had there a, was a video they had store a great selection though, for real. Who was the video store? I used to I remember I was real little and I used to rent Power Rangers. I mean, like I barely remember, but it was where that massive bank is by Jimmy Johns. There was a video store over there and hmm. it was a real small one. That I might have used to get, that might have been before I I got here. It might have been because I was like I don't really remember how old I was. Yeah. I was that young. But uh yeah, that's crazy. I don't remember crossroads that well either, but I'm sure I went. Oh yeah, did they had have- literally
3: like I remember because when we first moved here we lived out in Oakland so we would come into town like to go grocery shopping whatever, and whatever would, mom would go to Harps and I'm like okay I'm going to Crossroads so I'd be there by myself like with her membership card
1: and like awesome. I would just have
3: a fucking stack of wrestling tapes yeah like I remember like watching uh, Starrcade 97 I would rent that a lot like they would get the current WCW ones but they would never almost
2: almost never have the current WWF ones they knew. They knew WCW was hotter at that time. Because
3: I remember running uh, Survivor Series Dead
0: Deadly Game
2: from Harps. <laughs> Deadly Game. Is that 90s? 98. S- s- 98. Okay, yeah, the tournament. Yeah. Harps had... Harps had... I specifically remember Capital Carnage, fully loaded. Oh, Capital Carnage and fully loaded, 98. Uh, they had WrestleMania... In- 99 and they had 98 and then I think they had an old SummerSlam and that was really about they had SummerSlam
3: 89
2: okay that one disappeared before I was that might have been Crossroads
3: I know Harps had Wrestlemania 4 the double Uncle Terry oh I know I know they had that one because I run it all the fucking time so probably every time you went to run it I had it
2: Maybe because i never seen that one there unless, like, it just disappeared. Somebody never brought it back or something. I don't know, which
3: happened a lot. I remember I used to rent uh, Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park from Harps, too.
2: <laughs> nice because I, I had yeah. it as a
3: kid. My dad bought it and I had it, and I'm sure he paid like 60 bucks or whatever it was because VHS tapes in the late 80s were expensive. But I remember I, we had it, and then we moved so much that eventually we just lost it. So I, was, yeah. I found it at Harps. I was like, oh my god, I haven't seen this movie in forever. So it was a big deal, you know, then getting that.
2: All right. Well, I guess that about wraps up our show for the day.
3: You yeah, know, what? I want to watch.
2: I want to watch the Sunday Night Heat from that Rumble. There you go. I don't think it's on the network yet, though. I think they only got uh, it on ninety nine. Yeah, ninety only ninety
3: nine. You can probably find it on YouTube.
2: Some beat up scrambled
3: <laughs> mess on. with like one pizza hut commercial or something on it. Yeah. Or the yeah, Chef D
2: commercial. Definitely Chef D. Yeah, this was a good show. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I'm, I really, I'm looking forward to watching some more 2000.
3: Yeah. I. This was one of those years where I was kind of out, in and out.
2: Because yeah. I was
3: becoming a teenager and becoming more interested in other stuff. But I was still, like, into wrestling. But I remember after two th- WrestleMania 2000, it kind of bounced out
2: for a little bit. Yeah, because you always watch WrestleMania season. I'm yeah. pretty sure I got back in. I don't remember a lot of the later like the ass end of the years. Yeah. In those earlier years of me watching wrestling. Like I don't remember a lot of like late ninety eight, late ninety nine, late two thousand, late two thousand one. I remember I,
3: think... I remember watching SummerSlam two thousand. So I think I just missed the summer because I was well, I was at my dad's and I was busy. We were running around doing shit, so mm. not not watching or I was probably watching SummerSlam ninety eight the whole time on that VHS.
2: That you never got. That I never got.
3: I ne- I, why didn't I just take it with me when I was there for the summer?
2: See, maybe you're the ass. Yeah, I'm the
3: asshole, really. I'm the
2: heel. Yeah, could be you. I don't eh, know. No, I'm still going with that. Uh, your dad you. Yeah. <laughs> I want residuals. Right, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I hope everybody enjoyed the show. Go watch WrestleMania 2000. Definitely watch Cactus Jack versus Triple H because it's a bloodbath and it's a really fun match to watch. And uh, next month we'll cover No Way Out 2000. Maybe we ought to cover, uh, I don't know, we can pilfer through the 2000 pay-per-views and just bounce back and forth with each other and see what we want to cover. Yeah. Because uh, I, I feel I'll... like the one good review of the month, like if we do two, the second one will be like a little not enthusiastic about, but I'm not opposed to doing multiple of certain ones.
3: I, I want to do another Rumble before the month's up.
2: That's cool, yeah, I'm down with that. I don't know which definitely one we should that. do. How was 05? 05 was Batista was the winner. Um, I don't remember. I think JBL and Big Show. Was that was the one the... with Vince blowing both of his quads? Yes. Yes. Okay, yeah, we're definitely fucking I mean, doing 05. We're definitely <laughs> 05. <laughs> Just for that. Gotta watch Vince Blow his quads, man. Just for heels and quads. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if we'll do it next week, maybe the week after. I don't know. Yeah, we'll do What's the date? The date uh Today. Is it the fourteenth? Oh, today is the thirteenth, yeah. Thirteenth. So okay. we got the t- we'll get into the twenties next week or whatever. And then we can uh
3: When's the actual
2: rumble? Because we'll have to cover that actually. Or I honestly. think it's like the twenty sixth or something. Let me okay. look at the so, calendar. Yeah, maybe we
3: should do O five next week. Twenty six,
2: yeah. Because of the next week it'll be the rumble. This year. Yeah. We, we could do we could do O five next week. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I'm, that's I'm, fine. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's an it. easy watch. Yeah, like I said, I know, I know, I'm pretty sure it's JBL and Big Show, because then they do JBL and Big Show in this barbed wire steel cage yeah, at No, no Way, Way Out of Five. Yeah, yeah, And I don't remember what, like, the world title match was. Triple H like, and, I think it's Triple H and HBK at Rumble. That was oh four. 4 Oh, Okay. So I, I was just about to say that, but I, I, I'm pretty sure that because they had that really good one at 0-4 and it was like last man standing. I don't remember what o 5s was. Hmm. It might have just been like a Hardcore Holly versus Brock Lesnar type match. Like it was someone. Well, it was. It had to have been Triple H because that's the oh, yeah. evolution. And this yeah, it was definitely Forbes
3: because he was Mania
2: against Batista. Maybe it was Randy again. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he didn't defend. Maybe let's just let me just look it up. Yeah, look (laughs) at while we're while we're Royal Rumble Royale Rumble 205. Let's see. I'm going to get a bunch of spoilers. Oh, no. Uh, Triple H and Randy Orton. Yeah. Okay. you're right. I figured it had to be another blow off match with them. JBL versus Big Show and Kurt Angle, Undertaker versus Heidenreich, Edge versus Shawn Michaels, Maven versus Rhino on Heat. Yeah, so it's not a a terrible show, yeah. HBK versus Edge. I'm looking forward to that. I'm kind of excited to watch that match.
3: Me too, especially with the rumblings of Edge possibly coming back.
2: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right. All right, well, follow the show on Twitter, Heels and Quads, Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. I'm, of course, at Levi LeviDZ on Twitter. I need to be a little more active. I've not been on there in a while. Uh, and Levi's and Fidel on Instagram.
3: Yeah, follow the show at Heels and Quads on Twitter, Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. Follow me at miss Tommy Walter on Twitter, Tommy Walter live on Instagram.
2: All right, we will talk to you next week with Royal Rumble 2005. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies.
3: Bye. Bye.